Welcome back, ghosts and ghouls. Hey, hey, back for a spooky Tuesday. Terrified Tuesday, that's Terrified what Terrified Tuesdays, yeah. Any uh, news this week? Actually, yes, there is news. Um, I mean, obviously, the last time we talked, I think that um, Gabby was still missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has been found, at least, unfortunately, her... Her body was found, and her funeral was on Sunday. Um, so that's just really devastating to have solidified. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Um, and then with all of the Gabby stuff, there's been a lot of people trying to bring their own cases to light. So there's there's been a lot of hostility about it, which I just don't think is the way to go about it, um, which I was talking to Josh about because, like, some people are, you know, saying, like, oh, everyone only cares when a little white girl goes missing, um, which isn't true. It's just how the media, like, like they're saying it mm-hmm. for within, like, true crime people, and, like, if you're know and love true crime like you're well aware that there is an inherent bias and oh, that there are yeah. cases that do not get attention and it's something that you know I've seen a lot of other true crime podcasts and with our own where we want to cover these cases it just mm-hmm. takes time and then I was explaining to Josh that unless you're sitting in the local news and they're talking about it or you know the person of whom their loved one has gone missing or if you want to sit on like the Jane Doe website or missing persons websites if your news is not covering a missing person it is extremely hard to get any information about it mm-hmm. so um with that, like, the Jelani Day has been missing, I think, since August, and um, his mom had been trying to get people aware of it for since since it happened, um, and they had found a body in a ravine like two weeks afterwards, but they only like came out that it was him shortly after Gabby was found as well and like they they so they had the fact that it was this person for weeks and they weren't telling the mother about it or the news about it and it's it's completely despicable and horrible Mm -hmm. and so like there needs to be a lot of repairing about this stuff because you know you've got the whole no more stolen sisters situation Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen a lot, I get a lot of, like, random news from TikTok, which is super different, and then, like, especially to start to see the news also start covering things that were discussed on TikTok before anybody else was talking about it Mm -hmm. is very, very strange. Like, I was hearing about a string of... Uh, black women being shot in St. Louis that I've tried to look into and there's still just not enough coverage about it or Mm -hmm. really any so there's that issue yeah or any 
So, like, the fact of the matter is, like, there needs to be outrage and there needs to be, like, people demanding to hear these stories. I just think people are focusing their anger in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. As like, they normally do. The reason these stories don't get covered is because, in large part, cops don't care about it because of their own inherent biases and mm-hmm. racism. Um, and just also the fact that cops are not there to prevent crime. They're there to maybe solve crime. Uh, and yeah. that's a maybe. Like, there's so many... You can ask any woman, and they have tried to report something, probably, to be told that what they are reporting is either not a crime or they can't do anything until they're literally being attacked. Yep. Like, Been there. So, like, the problem itself lies in the actual police situation because <laughs> they either don't care about the problem or there isn't, like, um, probable cause for them to get involved in it. <laughs> Dude, someone was giving me death threats at Charlie's, and the cops were like, yeah, well, he's not actually doing anything to you, so we can't do anything. Like, there needs to be, like, four different situations happen before they can, like, actually do anything about it. And And by that time, you're probably already dead. Like, Or it's, like, you know, like, the fact that, like, stalking in a large part of the country, and I think in the world is not illegal, depending on what the person is doing. Um, Like, they Mm -hmm. have to be breaking into your house for there to be a crime, basically. And even then, it's not stalking. It's just breaking and entering. It's not stalking. It's just breaking and entering. Um, I saw a TikTok, like, I think yesterday, of a girl who had had an air tag been traced to her that shows her, like, driving around, and it has her home location, and she took it to the cops and they're like yeah well that's not illegal and so like the big glaring issue about that is just that technology is moving faster than laws are being made which mm-hmm. i'm not surprised about we saw this all happen first with cyberbullying when schools were like well yep. it's not at school so it's not our problem it's just <laughs> schools suck <laughs> like in terms of the justice situation and just the law, what is it? The law, the law branch of whatever. It's like the world is moving so much faster than they're keeping up with or even trying to. Yeah, they're not even trying to. So there's going to be a lot of areas that are bad. And then the news also chooses what it wants to cover and what it thinks will get the most ratings, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. So if people are talking about somebody that's been missing a lot, you know, then they will cover it. But it kind of has to go with, like, what people are talking about first, rather, or what people will be interested in first, rather than just what news is happening. Yeah. Which is why it's really important to listen to your local news as well as your normal news and to just, like... Do your own research. If you're curious about something, do your own research about it. And to just, like, be aware of your surroundings. Because there's just so much news, and not everyone is going to look at something and say, well, people need to know about this. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's why there are so many true crime podcasts, because there's literally so many stories to cover. All the time. Um, and then in lighter news, R. Kelly was found guilty yesterday. Woo! Fuck that motherfucker. For, which is, you know, years of him years. abusing women and girls um, to finally be found guilty. His sentencing trial hasn't happened yet. So I don't know how long he'll be in jail, but he is already in jail. It when he was... better be for the rest of his fucking life. Ugh. Yeah. So, I think that's all the news. Oh, Brian, Brian Laundrie is still missing, and I am starting to just not believe anything the parents are telling people. So I don't yeah, even no. know. I, I don't he's even know. Up. He's not in the woods anymore. <laughs> I don't think, I honestly, I'm like, I don't know if he was ever actually there. No, I think think that's just what he told them. Well, I think that's just, I feel like they've been working together since he came home. Like, I'm sorry. feels like it. Everything that they have done or said has just been to help and protect their son. Like, and that should be what parents do, but not in this situation. Like, your, (laughs) your child returned home. From a trip with his fiance without his fiance. You should have questions for that. Um, and I don't know how your son gets named a person of interest and then the next day is like, hey mom, I'm gonna go on a hike and then doesn't come home that night and you don't tell the cops about it until Friday. Like that to me just sounds like they were giving him enough time to get mm-hmm. literally anywhere else. Yeah, that sounds about right. And so I'm kind of like, I think we all should be looking for him because he's from Florida, which means if he had a car and jumped on the 10 freeway, he could be anywhere from like uh, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas. He could be anywhere at this point. Anywhere. And it's been over a week that he's been quote unquote missing. I feel like Um, it's been over two. I I don't think so. As of tomorrow. Because I feel like he went missing, maybe it's two as of tomorrow. Because that's when he went on his hike, but the parents of Telly went until Friday. So yeah, yeah two as so of tomorrow. then he's been on his own for about two weeks now. Known to be missing for about a week and a half. Um, so I just think everyone needs to be keeping an eye out for it. I saw some guy that looked like maybe he was shady, but he had hair, so clearly, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's all of the news I had. I hope everyone just keeps an eye out, because I don't trust this man, and I don't trust his parents to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, completely valid. Mm-hmm. So with that, if you've been with us long enough... You know that we are afraid of a lot of things, for one. Yeah. But there are a few things that terrify us more than the woods. (laughs) I believe our first episode was This Is Why We Don't Like the Woods. No, the first episode was uh, Winnebago's, quote, quote, Winnebago's. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I think episode two was, like... um, like camping is or what was it like 
Something what, like Cancel Trees was in there at some point. Cancel Trees was like very early and I have <laughs> kept that hashtag going up there, which is like <laughs> totally silly because I love trees and we need trees yeah. and I would tie myself to a tree in the woods if it meant that those woods got to stay there. I would just be terrified the whole time. <laughs> You'd be like, I do it. I just want to be very happy about it. Yeah, so we decided to talk about something, and we kind of are actually working together on this episode. Normally, we do ones completely separate of each other and just try to scare the other person. But we came up with this idea kind of together, and it scares both of us. Duh. So we decided to do it together. (laughs) Heck yeah. Sister team back at it again. Yeah, so with that, we're going to talk about the staircases to nowhere that are found in the woods. In the woods. Apparently, stairs to nowhere or just random stairs in the woods have been found all over the U.S. as well as all over the world. Um, There's a few well-known ones that at least have names to them and locations, which are Mount Penangkulen in Cambodia, the Etruscan Pyramid of Bamarzo in Italy, the Vanishing Staircase of the 1940s in America, the Ghostly Staircase, which is in Sweden, Madame Sherry's Stairs in the U.S., the Staircase of Missing Time from the Philippines, the Ranger's Creepy Stairs in the Forest from the U.S., and the Staircase... Oh, there's two, actually. The Staircase Without a Destination from Germany... And most famous, the stairs to nowhere in the U.S. I don't have actual places, like not specific, but just the countries. I mean, we know the Winchester House definitely has some, but that's also just the Winchester House. Yeah, that's the Winchester House because those are still contained within the house, as far Mm -hmm. as I know. And they just end up leading to random walls or ceilings and whatever. But just there's so many. Also, why do the America names of these stairs suck? <laughs> like, we just have, like, what is, hang on. We have the Vanishing Staircase. This, uh, Madame Sherry's Stairs is kind of fun. But then the other one is just the Ranger's Creepy Stairs. <laughs> and then you have to look up places like the Philippines that named it the Staircase of Missing Time. And that's just so much better. It's America. We can't really expect a lot. <sighs> Especially since these happen to be like in the middle of the woods normally. And so that's like a rural area. And they were just like, it's stairs that aren't anywhere. And that's what they decided to name it. They're just like, it's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> They're in the middle of nowhere. Because, you know, like, in country-styled homes, you have, like, a jar and it says flower, so that you know that it's flower. Mm-hmm. So, and you have a mug that says mug, because that's how we have to do things. We have to label everything exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Just the bag that says stuff on it. <laughs> stuff and things. <laughs> a la Rick Grimes. <laughs> Weird about this phenomenon is that they're complete. They're found completely out in the middle of the forest, with no foundation or structure to accompany them. 
and most often, if you stumble upon them, it will be at night. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. I have read about abandoned towns with complete wells, cabins, and graveyards that look like people just one day up and yeeted themselves out of this place. Um, and that begs the question of, why did they have to leave? And what was so bad that they left everything behind? I don't like it. I've also heard of structures and the stairs could maybe be remnants of native nations who were forced out by colonizers or suffered large deaths due to sickness and therefore the structures are still there. Technically still colonizers. <laughs> still colonizers, but in one situation they all died there and another they were all forced to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all just theories, though, and, um, no one really knows why there are just random staircases in the middle of the woods. Other things that these stairs are weird for is that they don't all look the same. People have reported ladders, stone stairs, stairs made out of wood. Some are actually marble. Um, some say they've seen spiral iron staircases, and usually they're all completely well-kept, clean, and which means that they don't have any type of vegetation or dust or leaves or twigs, and there's no evidence that any animal has been around them. So it's just um, completely they, abandoned. Lovely. Yeah, but like, what's weird is that if you if there's just a random stair that was belonging to some type of structure, <coughs> you would expect like leaves to fall on it, or uh, there to be dirt, or maybe animal poop. Because I don't know, they're out in the wilderness. People have also said that the. The appearance of them can either be very old or pretty modern. Some have even explained there to be carpet on them that is fairly new. Um, also, in most of the areas that these stairs are found, someone has gone missing. Great. Uh, one man who worked for the CDC in the 1940s talked about while he was out in the woods for six months on a experiment, he found that these staircases moved at night, and in the morning, all that was left in the spaces they'd previously been was a burned area that they had once stood. From the stairs in the Philippines, one man on search and rescue stumbled upon the ladder and decided to go up it in order to escape a strange stray dog. When he went back down, he found that he'd been fired from his job because he'd been missing for five years. Other people who've chosen to climb the ladders have felt people touch them only to turn around and find no one around. I love it when that happens. Yeah, like, they described it as, like, an icy hand as well. That's even worse. One woman is rumored to have dropped dead mid-ladder due to a brain aneurysm, 
and the people who've gone near them but not climbed them have all spoken about the unease and dread that suddenly grips them and that the closer they get, the feeling increases and the noise in the forest drops off, which is never good. Nope, not when you the woods like get silent. That. You, that's a big red flag. Like, like huge. Like American mm-hmm. flag in uh, off the freeway, huge red flag. Oh yeah, without a doubt. The woods should never be silent. I did find a post under in the comments of a Reddit thread that mentioned a CDC post where the CDC had apparently mentioned stairs as well as other words like dimensions and other worlds. But when I tried to look up anything about it, I found the CDC like literally talking about the dimensions of a staircase. And so like the safety of a staircase, like how wide and how long, not actually anything to do with like random stairs so i have no idea um however that seems to be a general thought on where the stairs go other worlds or dimensions some think that they teleport you and that is how some people end up miles from where they go missing or in places that they could not otherwise be able to get to Like how a kid ends up 15 miles away in a matter of a few hours. Or how someone's scent leads search dogs to the edge of a cliff only for the person to actually be found on the other side of it. But no one really knows what is up with these stairs. I don't like it. So now I'm at the story part. So I don't know if you want to go first or if you want me to go first. You can go first. Okay. So all of mine come from the same person. And he has, like, he's a search and rescue person in America somewhere, though he wouldn't disclose because he said a lot of the things that he has done or told people could get him fired. So he's not letting people know where exactly he's from. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then most of the stories are his, but he does have one from a, from a buddy who's also a search and rescue, and he's got, like, four posts, and I'm only on post three, so, like, if you guys aren't already aware, we're gonna, which you're not, but you should be, we're gonna probably do, like, a search and rescue stories from the woods, because a lot of them are crazy and terrifying. Like, As you would I, expect. I have spent like an hour reading his just his post, and they're all terrifying. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is you slash search and rescue woods. So if you want to go read some of the other ones that I are not in this, they're all they're all bad. I don't like them. I mean, I do, but I don't. And I texted Ellen and was like, "What if I became a search and rescue person?" And she's like, "You hate the woods." <laughs> Yeah, you don't like them. Especially since a lot of the time the search and rescue people end up by themselves or, like, with one other person so that they can Mm -hmm. cover more ground. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I want want to want to do it. I'd probably go, like, if we lived closer to a forest and someone went missing and they were, like, looking for volunteers, I'd probably do that. 
but I don't know if I could be in the woods alone every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with other search and rescue officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors, and at this point we've all gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. In just about every case, we're, we're really far into the wilderness. I'm talking 30 or 40 miles. At some point, we will find a staircase in the middle of the woods. Nope. It's almost like if you if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, that it was normal. Um, I have many questions, okay. sir. What sure. do you mean this is normal? That's a staircase in the woods. Um, <laughs> how come you're not curious about it? If you're scared, please tell me. Um, should we throw rocks at it? Like, I have so many questions. <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't really want to go up them, but I don't know. I know myself well enough to know that if I saw a staircase in the middle of the woods where I would never be, um, I would be so, like, torn between running away and, like, fucking around with it to be like a curious wanting, fucking cat. Yeah, and wanting like, to go up the staircase. Uh, is, oh, I want to <laughs> know, but I'm scared. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. You're exactly yeah. the same person because I raised you. I know. I, I, I do, but I don't. And I would be like, <laughs> like, what is something that, like, have we seen anybody, like, terrified go upstairs and they're just like what one foot and they're just like oh no oh god i can't <laughs> like oh my probably, god probably. I, I should film <laughs> that likely. on someone's stairs like it should just be like me going up the stairs to nowhere knowing i should be running away <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, want to, to but i can't I no to. um it would just be like the the whole like Mommy, sorry. <laughs> Mommy, sorry. <laughs> it would just be like, stairs, Mommy, sorry. I'm sorry, upstairs. No, no, I can't. Um, okay. Um, everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I should never go any, I should never go near any of them. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it does happen so frequently. I don't like that even more. Like the fact that you're just like, how many abandoned houses could have maybe burned down and left their stairs? Because that's like a theory I've seen a lot of mm -hmm. people have where they're like, oh, clearly the stairs were the only thing that survived a f house fire. And I'm like, the stairs are also wood. That makes no sense. Why is the wood not burned? Yeah. How is there a carpet on it? Ugh, you're stupid. What? <laughs> no. I'm not just going to take you being like, it's clearly a house fire. And be like, ah, oh, yes, that, that explains why there's a spiral staircase in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. 
normally when a house burns down, the thing that gets left is the foundation and the chimney because those are things made out of stone. And that makes sense to me. Also, if we were all seeing only stone staircases in the middle of the woods, I could maybe believe that there were remnants of some old house that used to be there that's now not. But they're not all stone, and then why are there no leaves on them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got questions. Lots of... Lots of question marks around mm-hmm. that theory. One of my first jobs as a trainee was a search op for a four-year-old that had gotten separated from his mom. This was one of those cases where we knew we were going to find him because the dogs were on a strong scent trail and we saw clear signs that he was in the area we ended up finding him in a berry patch about half a mile from where he'd last been seen kid wasn't (laughs) even aware that he'd wandered that far one of the vets brought him back which i was glad because i'm not really good with kids and i find it hard to talk to them and keep them company i'm looking at ella i feel i'm looking at ella (laughs) yep She's not, she's like not gonna get. She's sorry, gonna be the person like that's like, I hate kids, but my sister's kids are cool. Like that's it. That's all you will be. The aunt that likes, well, like I get to be the fun that aunt. likes that's, her that's her nephews and nieces, but like no other children. God, these kids came into my work the other day and left a giant mess outside that I had to clean up. Mm, I was about ready, to, like fight a bunch of five year olds. Oh gosh, it's fine. Yeah, don't leave your kids with Ella. I mean, she'll be fine, but, like... I just will not enjoy it at all. I mean, she'll probably... If you're paying her, it'll probably be fine for everybody. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I'm getting paid for Um, it. As my trainer and I are headed back, she decides to take me on a detour to show me one of the hot spots where we tend to find missing people. It's a natural dip in the land near a popular trail, and people will usually move downhill because it's easier. We hike out there, it's a few miles away, and we get there in about an hour or so. As we're walking around the area and she's pointing out places she's found people in the past, I see something in the distance. Now this area we're in is about 8 miles from the main parking area. Though there's back roads you can take to get closer if you don't want to hike that far. But we're on state-protected land, which means there can't be any kind of commercial or residential development out here. The most you'll ever see is a fire tower or makeshift shelter that homeless people think they can get away with building. But I can see from here that whatever the thing is has straight edges. And if there's one thing you learn quickly, it's that nature rarely makes straight lines. Mm-hmm. I, I point it out, but she doesn't say anything. Just She just hangs back and lets me wander over and check it out. I get within... <laughs> I, I know, like, what is this? Train the newbie? <laughs> She's like, I'm just gonna let this newbie, like, go off and get themselves killed. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Um, I get about 20 feet I get within about 20 feet of it, and all the hair on the back of my neck stands up. It's a staircase in the middle of the fucking woods. In the proper context, it would literally be the most benign thing ever. It's just a normal staircase with a beige carpet and about 10 steps tall. But instead of being it in a house, where it obviously should be, it's out here in the middle of the woods. 
The sides aren't carpeted, obviously, and I can see the wood it's made of. It's almost like a video game glitch where the house has failed to load completely and the stairs are the only thing you can see. Mm-mm. I stand there and it's like my brain is working overtime to try and make sense of what I'm seeing. My trainer comes and stands next to me and she just stands there casually looking at it as if it's the least interesting thing in the world. I <laughs> would lose my mind. <laughs> my god. Like, even if I was a seasoned person, <laughs> I think I would never get used to see- used to finding staircases. Especially if I've never seen this one before. Mm-hmm. You'd just be like, where the fuck did this come from? Or, no, I'd just be like, we're not even going over there. Like, like I'm showing this to you so that you don't make a fool of yourself and go up there. But these things- they're fucked up. I don't know what they are. I don't nope, know where they come from. from the trainer. Don't go near them. And if you do, I will not come for you. Like, I don't know what I would be saying. I'd be, like, I'd be saying more things, but I'd be like, I don't fucks with them. I don't, I try not to look at them if I go by them. And I, I, I hold everything inside of me that wants to go and kick them on my, you know, like, deep down inside of me and deep, I look and I just deep down. Uh, like well, it's like it's like walking past the dessert aisle I don't see you I don't see you <laughs> I don't see anything outside I, of I, those aren't Halloween decorations I'm just grocery shopping <laughs> that's what you need to do pretend they're not even fucking there <clears throat> mm-hmm. exactly um I ask her what the fuck this thing is doing here, and she just chuckles. Proper response. She just chuckles. Get used to it, rookie. You're gonna see a lot of them. No. No. That's not an acceptable response. <laughs> <laughs> I start to move closer, but she grabs my arm. I don't like it. Hard. I wouldn't do that, she says. Her voice is casual, but her grip is tight. And I just stand there looking at her. You're gonna see them all the time. But don't go near them. Don't touch them. Don't go up them. Just ignore them. I mean, that kind of sounds like me. I guess. Except there's a little less hysteria in it. Yeah. And I'd just be like, I will not come for you if you're stupid and go up them. <laughs> if you get yourself kidnapped by the wild hunt, it is not my problem. I will not do that. So weird that you mentioned it, because I found, I, like, was reading a story where, like, Boy Scouts were camping, and, like, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, they heard, like, a hundred bullets go, or, like, more go off from, like, a various different guns. And I was like, is this just the modern winter, like, wild hunt? <laughs> yes, we need a modern wild hunt I don't version. understand. Okay. Fucking updated. They're in, like, leather jackets on motorcycles. Yeah. They've just just you know revamped themselves They're, you know <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, i can't wait for that search and rescue story the woods oh so great terrifying okay <laughs> jesus christ um i start to ask her about it but something in the way she's looking at me tells me that it's best if i don't we end up moving on and the subject doesn't come up again for the rest of my training how i would be asking everybody did you do you All see stairs? Time. What is up with the stairs in the woods? 
Did you see them? I saw beige carpet. Anybody? I they would be so tired of me. Okay. Um, you ever had to work in search and rescue? <laughs> they'd be like, oh man, I got Alexa. She's gonna ask me about the fucking stairs the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or Winnebago's, yep. but I won't use the name because I'm in the actual forest now. Mm-hmm. Um she was right though. I'd say about every fifth call I go on, I end up running across a set of stairs. Sometimes they're relatively close to the path, maybe within two or three miles, and sometimes they're 20, 30 miles out, literally in the middle of nowhere, and I only find them during the broadest searches of the training weekends. They're usually in good condition, but sometimes it looks as if they've been out there for miles. All different kinds, all different sizes. The biggest I ever saw looked like they came out of a turn-of-the-century mansion and were at least 10 feet wide with steps leading at least 15 or 20 feet. I've tried- I want to go up them. I want to go up them. Like, that's insane. How did marble stairs get out in the middle of woods? Like, where's the mansion? I want to do it. If you were going to have marble steps or stone stairs that big, you would expect also a mansion to be made of more stone. So then where well, and is it? they also said that it was in, a, like, a national reserve or something like that, so there could be no residential or commercial building. Like, my only thing is, like, maybe that happened before, but, like, there's a- America's big. America's big. And England I, is creepy because it's old. America's big because it's just fucking- America's creepy because it's massive. Yeah. Like, and I don't even want to talk about Russia. Like, that place is fucking huge. <laughs> And I, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know about your forest. I'm scared. I don't want to know what's in it. Not only is it big and you know forest, like they're not going to speak English. So like, I don't know how to. I won't. How do I communicate with the Winnebago over there? I don't know. <laughs> Try and talk some sense into it, but you both speak different languages. I'm leaving. I'm sorry, and it's like not understanding <laughs> like, me because sorry. it's not Russian. Assuming like they would have backed off. Like just ass- <laughs> they would have backed off, but you're not speaking Russian. They're like, oh, it's an American. We have to kill them now. <laughs> just assuming all cryptids speak the local language. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, where was I? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I've tried talking about it with people, but they just give me the same response my trainer did. It's normal. Don't worry about it. They're not a big deal, but don't go close to them. Or up them. Like, that's that's a contradiction. You can't just say, it's not, it's no They're big fine. deal, but if you step fucking foot on it, you'll die. Like, you can't say that. <laughs> Those are just super contradictory. When trainees ask me about it now, I give them the same response. I don't really know what else to tell them. I'm really hoping someday I get a better answer, but it hasn't happened yet. Mm. I don't like it. My, I think this is the last one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my buddy has been a search and rescue officer for about seven years. He started when he was a junior in college, and he had a very similar experience when he first encountered the stairs. His trainer told him almost the same thing mine did, which was never go near, touch, or ascend them. For the first year, he did just that, but apparently his curiosity got the better of him. And on one call, he broke away from the line and went to go check a set of them out. He said that they were about... God damn it. I mean, I don't know. This is, this is nuts. Okay. 
He said they were about 10 miles from the path where a teenage girl had vanished, and the dogs were following a scent. He was on his own, lagging behind the main group when he saw a set of stairs off to his left. They looked like they were from a new house because the carpeting was pristine and white. He said that as he got closer, he didn't feel any different or hear any weird noises. He was expecting something to happen, like bleeding from his ears or collapsing, but he got right up to them and didn't feel anything. The only thing he said was an odd that was odd was that there was absolutely no debris on the stairs, no dirt, leaves, dust, or anything, and there didn't appear to be any signs of animal or insect activity in the immediate area, which he found strange, meaning it was quiet. It was less like things were avoiding them and more like they just happened to be in a relatively barren part of the forest. He touched the stairs and didn't feel anything except the sort of sticky feeling you get from a new carpet. Making sure his, making sure his radio was on, he slowly climbed the stairs. He said it was terrifying because the way they'd been stigmatized, he wasn't really sure what was going to happen to him. Yeah, no shit. He joked that half of him expected to be teleported to some other dimension, and the other half was watching for a UFO to come swooping down. But he got to the top with little event, and stood there looking around. But he said the longer he stood on the top step, the more he felt like what he was doing was something very, very wrong. He described it as the feeling you get if you were in a part of a government building that you have no business being in, as if someone was going to come and arrest you or shoot you in the back of the head at any second. He tried to... Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> That's a very intense feeling. Uh, mm -hmm. He tried to brush it off, but the feeling got stronger and stronger, and that's when he realized that he couldn't hear anything anymore. The sounds of the forest were gone, and he couldn't even hear his own breathing. It was like some kind of weird, awful tinnitus, but more oppressive. He climbed back down and rejoined the search and didn't mention what he'd done. But he said the weirdest part came after. His trainer was waiting back at the welcome center after the search ended for the day, and he cornered my buddy before he could leave. He said his trainer said his look he said his trainer had this look of intense anger and he asked my and he asked what was wrong. You went up them, didn't you? My buddy said it wasn't phrased as a question, but as a statement. He asked how his trainer could know and the trainer just shook his head because we didn't find her. The dogs lost her scent. My buddy asked what that had to do with anything. The trainer asked how long he'd been on the stairs. He said he'd been there for no more than a minute. The trainer gave him this really awful, almost dead-eye look and told him that if he ever went up another set of stairs again, he'd be fired immediately. The trainer walked away, and I guess he's never answered any of the questions my friend has asked him about it since. Mm. Mm -mm. No. Mm-mm. No. Like, do they leave the, the stairs alone so that the portals don't close? 
Maybe, like, is that what they want? They're like, okay, so these fucking kids, like, were stupid and ran up them, and that's how we have to find them? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I could totally see, like, a kid who wanders off getting, uh, like, coming across a bunch of stairs and being like, ooh, what's this? And, like, going up it. I wanna know. I don't know. Okay, what have you got for me? That was all my stories. Uh, okie dokie. So this is by, uh, Needs More Tuba. I love that name. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I found some really Uh, bad usernames when I was reading stuff, and so, like, had I chosen to include one of the, like, creepiest ones, I would have been like, I'm not saying this person's username. (laughs) Because it's Like, I cannot. No, I will not. Okay, well, needs more too, but we always appreciate fun username. Okie dokie. I only recently found out about the creepy stairs in the woods phenomenon. I think most of the stories are fictional and were posted to r slash no sleep, but it reminded me of something that happened to me when I was in college, so I'm going to try posting it here in case anyone has anything to share. Um, I tried not to think too much of it at the time, but I did make a brief blog post with a photo, which I was able to go back and find. Oh my god, do you uh, I'm have so that glad picture? because otherwise it does have a picture. Oh my god, can you send me the picture? Yes. So I can post it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Here is my story that goes with it. I had just moved into the third floor of an apartment building, which was at the very bottom which was at the bottom of a very steep hill. From my bedroom window, I could see an old wooden staircase through the trees. It wasn't easy to access, and there was nothing behind the apartment except for the hill, which began only a few feet away from the back of the building. It looked like the kind of steps you'd see on a nature trail, except they started several feet up the bank of the hill with no easy way to get there besides climbing. So I did. I slipped and fell at least once and had to cl- uh, had to grab onto the little tree trunks to keep my footing, as I made my way up. I probably should should have done it on a nice sunny day, but my curiosity got the better of me, and this town wasn't known for having lovely weather. Hmm. I got to the staircase, walked up it with ease, and once I reached the top, I looked around for any evidence of its original purpose. I expected to find a hidden picnic area or overgrown nature trail, something that would just make sense, and there was nothing. There was also nowhere for anything to be the hill just kept on going without leveling off so i kept the leaves up around a little bit thinking that maybe there were more stairs and i didn't find anything so i gave up Hmm. after coming home i did a brief search for nature trails in the area and i tried to look at old aerial views to see if i could see anything and none of this yielded any theories that i can recall but i do remember not being able to find the staircase on any maps either I thought this could be explained by the leaves being in the way of an aerial view, especially in the older photos, which weren't as clear. When I went to drop off the rent that month, I asked the apartment manager if she knew why there were stairs in the woods behind the apartment. Her response was, what stairs? No, uh, that's I, never good. <laughs> nope. I asked her if there had ever been anything up there, and she said no. There was a house a lot further up the hill, but it was nowhere near the stairs. A few weeks or months later, I drove my roommate to the ATM and noticed a set of steps on the hill by the bank. 
There must have been a building there at some point, but now it was gone. Mm-hmm. I asked my roommate if he knew anything about the mystery stairs behind our apartment and wasn't surprised to find out that he hadn't noticed. He never paid much attention to anything that wasn't a video game. When we went home, I tried to show him the stairs from my bedroom window, but I couldn't see them. We couldn't see them from his window either, so I decided to go back outside and take another look. I walked around the back corner, looked up the hill, and was confused when I didn't see the stairs. Since they had been in the woods, I figured they must have gotten covered up by leaves or debris, but knew that the explanation didn't really make sense. Not enough time had passed for there to be absolutely no trace of them. Uh, Let me know when you find it, my roommate said as he rolled his eyes. I'm going back inside. I never found it, and to this day have no logical explanation for where it possibly could have gone. Perhaps it was a temporary installation by an art student, but I was also an art student, so I feel like I probably would have heard about it. Plus, it looks like it had been there for years and left no evidence behind. I think I would have noticed if someone removed it. It seems like it would have taken quite a bit of work and at least one full afternoon. And then I would think that there would be at least a little bit of evidence left behind, but I've never had to build a staircase into a hillside, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. My only other theory is kind of embarrassing, but probably fitting for the creepy stairs in the woods genre, even though I don't think it existed at the time. What if the staircase was actually a portal to another dimension, one that ironically didn't have a staircase? In retrospect, I should have taken an after photo of the woods from my window, but my approach was more along the lines of, this is creepy and kind of insane, so I'm just going to pretend it never happened. I mean, that's I still don't want to believe... Yeah, which is fair. I still don't want to believe in this sort of thing as a possibility because it freaks me out, but I'm completely lacking when it comes to a more practical explanation. And it does have pictures of the apartment and the stairs. I want to see. And an aerial view. Okay, 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 okay. Like, I think that would be more I think that would be more terrifying than just finding the stairs. It would be like trying to go back to the stairs and find that you can't find them anymore. Okay. So this is the picture of the stairs, which you can clearly see right here. Yeah. And then this is the aerial view of it and the apartments over here and there's, like, nothing in this area. Uh-huh. And then this is where the apartment was. Okay. And the stairs would have been up this hill. Interesting. But yeah, apparently there is nothing, and I just think it's really cool for that one anyways. Oh boy. I mean, I don't think- well, I'm also like, why did nothing happen to you? And then, like, that makes me wonder yeah. about the whole, like, she saw another set of stairs, and or they, at another gender, saw another set of stairs, so then maybe, like, that was like another invitation because she didn't or they didn't go up those stairs nothing happened anymore that's what i'm thinking i was like hmm you did something when you went up them but i don't know what it was because like to be completely like honest like how many people actually build stairs onto a hill like i don't really know a lot of them that seems pointless like Unless it's unless it does actually lead to stuff, but all the stuff that I've seen where like you find stairs on a hill, it doesn't go all the way up the hill. So that's when I'm just like, then that's not a real staircase. Yeah, no, the stairs are built into the hill, but they like didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and 
Like, it didn't look like it needed him because it wasn't necessarily steep. It just looked like a hiking trail. Hmm. So, it's weird. Okay, weird. and then the second and the last one I have, which is a little bit longer, is by the dank one. Is uh, it? It's called Don't Go Up the Stairs in the Woods. Mm. <clears throat> Thank you, O okay, Dank One. <laughs> Thank you, O Dank One. In my high school years, I used to venture into the woods alone. I've always been one for exploring, and sometimes I would like to go a little too far away from my house. Because we're smart. We're smart here. No, I don't uh, understand. One... <laughs> uh, one day, I was off from school on a holiday, and it was a beautiful day outside. I felt my adventurous need tickling my insides. Ew. Furthest I've gone into the woods at that point was to a small creek about five miles in. I never went past it for some reason. I just had a weird feeling every time I got to that point. My Trust gut reaction that. and instinct always told me to turn around right there yeah. and never look back. Sounds great. It's, that's terrifying yeah. in itself. Like They're like, yeah, just just walk straight. Don't look behind you. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's your gut instinct is like, just don't look back. I know, me and Josh watched Spirited Away yesterday for spooky season. And, like, that's, like, you know, they can't look back at the very end until they get through, like, the, the tunnel. And I'm just like, no. No, <laughs> but I want to. No, I don't. I don't because I don't want to get stuck there. I, I already spent forever there. And, like, I was watching it and they're, like, they're, they're when they go back, their car is, like, covered with leaves and branches. And I was like, how long were they actually missing? It's not answered, Miyazaki. Thank you. No, Miyazaki just doesn't give you any answers in any of the movies. So then, like, because you know how, like, their mom is like, I don't want to be late for the movers. And I'm like, I think you're very late. And also, <laughs> did they unload all your stuff and just, like, leave? Questions. I have no idea. Questions. They were like, well, these people didn't show up. Yeah. What in the heck, man? All right. Tell uh-huh. me the last story. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, my gut reaction and instinct always told me to turn around right there and never look back. Regardless of this feeling I had when I approached the stream, I had told myself that today I was going to cross and keep going no matter what. Okay. (laughs) Since I knew that I was probably going to go ten miles into the woods, I found it necessary to prepare myself. I packed up some water bottles, munchies, and a small pocket knife that my father had given me. I told my mother I was going to the woods for a little hike, and she told me to be back for dinner. Dinkwa, no. Dinkwa, no. Also, munchies (laughs) is not enough food for a ten-mile hike, and your mom... You should have been more specific about where you were going. Because, like, you just say, yeah, you I'm going to the woods. Um, and then be like, and then she's like, okay, honey, have fun. Like, and then they go missing and they're like, where are they? And like, they're in the woods. Where? <laughs> Josh's hand reaching out from behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she saw your hand and was I like. I saw my hand with her scene. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okie dokie. Once I started walking for about five minutes, I started to get better at ignoring the sick feelings. I was back to soaking up the environment around me and just getting lost in the sensations of nature. Then all of a sudden, I saw it. It was a huge spiral staircase just sitting in the middle of the forest. A surge of pure excitement combined with the weird, pure dread feeling rushed over me. I will admit that was a very strange combination. 
When I went closer to the staircase, I noticed that there was no grass growing around it. It was absolutely gorgeous, despite how eerily out of place it was. It was as if you took the staircase out of an old Victorian mansion and plopped it into the middle of a forest. When I touched it, the metal beams were cold as ice. You know how something is cold, it almost burns you? Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, this should have been the biggest red flag of all since it was a nice sunny day outside. Regardless of the weirdness, it looked a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. Regardless of the weirdness, I kept examining the staircase. I noticed that there was a particular molding on the stairs. It looked a little weird, like humanoid creatures dancing. I noticed some figures had horns and some had fangs. The ice feeling didn't freak me out, but this certainly did. As it should. Curiosity got the best of me, though, uh, and I would not have lived with myself if I didn't go up the stairs. Mm. Buddy, I don't think you're going to live with yourself if you do go up the stairs. Bunny, 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 no. Uh, no, I'm cleaving the sound out. Um, Like, that is, like, honestly, I feel probably that these stairs have, like, are attached to Faye. Um, and the fact that you saw that, like, ironwork in there just feels very fey to me. Yeah, the dancing and the revelry of horned figures. Horned yeah. and fang figures dancing in the woods. Um, and so, like, I feel like maybe these stairs are, like, invitations to, you know, like, kind of those things where it's like, you don't... That could be... That's interesting. Like, you know, it's just, like, a whole other aspect of, like, here, have some food. And then you're stuck there mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, like, I just kind of feel like maybe that's the reasoning or, like, at least the the intent behind the stairs, perhaps. Maybe. That's an interesting I don't theory. Know. No one knows. Okay. Um, curiosity got the better of me and I would not have lived with myself if I didn't go upstairs. The staircase went up for about six or seven feet, so I had to make sure they were sturdy. I gave it a hard shake, and to my surprise, it wasn't even budging. Mm. I took a big breath in, and without even thinking, I went for it. Once I planted my foot on the first step, my emotions went from adrenaline pressure sick feeling to an overall enchantment-like state. No. It was almost like I had to see what was at the top, like something amazingly mysterious and magical was awaiting me. There's nothing there. I could see... I could see that the very top was covered by mostly green leaves, and I just wanted to peek my head into the opening I saw at the top. Uh, when I almost got to the leaves, I looked out into the forest, and it was breathtaking. The foliage was green, with the hint of yellows and oranges just starting to stain the tips of the leaves. I could partially see the trail leading through the forest, but on the other side of the staircase, the trail had stopped. Like, the trail was just meant to lead to this one particular staircase in the middle of nowhere. Then in an instant, I felt a hard chill in the wind, like the temperature had dropped 10 degrees, and I had an eerie feeling that I wasn't alone, and that I was possibly on someone's property, and they didn't like that I was there. That's when it hit me. I didn't know where I was, but it came from behind me, and shoved me hard enough to where I fell back down the stairs. Hmm. I looked up, and it was completely dark. I didn't think that I had passed out, and I hadn't hit my head on anything, and honestly, I didn't feel too banged up. I was just in complete shock. I was less concerned with the fact that it was nighttime than with the fact that I was surely pushed off the top of the stairs by something. I heard something rustle in the bushes behind me and reached for my pack. 
uh, and reached into my pack and grabbed my pocket knife. I knew that it wouldn't be able to do much, but at least I had something to defend myself with. Then I heard it, a heartbeat. It wasn't my own. I could hear my own too because it was beating so rapidly, but this was a rhythmic, steady heartbeat. It started to get louder and louder to the point where it overpowered the sound of my own. Uh, the heartbeat became rhythmic with an immense pressure I felt in my head. It became so powerful and painful that I was on my knees grabbing my head and begging the air to please stop. And it didn't stop and the heartbeat just kept getting louder and louder, like it was trying to get into my thoughts. I couldn't take the pain anymore and I am by no means religious, but I knew that I wasn't hallucinating and what I was experiencing was real. And I knew only God would help me now. Oh I screamed with all my might and begged a higher power to hear my cries for help, and all of a sudden it stopped. Everything stopped. The pulsing, the heartbeat, even the insects, the crickets, the wind, all stopped. I had no idea what was happening, or what just happened, or why it was night. I didn't remember anything, but I just ran back down the path towards my parents' house. I couldn't think, I couldn't catch my breath, but I don't know where that presence went or if it was following me, but I couldn't look back and I couldn't stop moving. I jumped the creek and once I was over, I started to slow down from a sprint to a light jog. I tried to process what had just happened. I remember I stopped for a second and tried to listen. I was expecting chirping and other nature noises, but it was absolutely dead silent. No thanks. I could see, but I couldn't hear. I even tried speaking, but I couldn't hear my own voice. When I tried to cry, I just felt the emotion and the tears, but I couldn't hear myself crying. When I walked, it felt like I was moving through something, almost like a matrix. Every time I took a step, it felt like I was walking through a substance. I couldn't see it, but when I moved my hand in front of the light of the moon, I could see the air warping around my arm. I was crying, and my insides were building with anxiety, and all I wanted was to go home. Uh, I started running again, and the faster I saw the lights of my parents' back porch, the faster I would be safe in my mother's arms. Once I saw the familiar light from my house, I felt some relief when I came out of the woods onto our land. I looked up at my house. Usually I would get a warm, comforting feeling from looking at my house every night, but this felt so different. As I looked up at the building, I felt that same dreading sensation, but I would house. rather be in the house than... What was that? It's not. It's not your house. It's it's parano It's like alternate reality house. Yeah, this is what you get for going upstairs. Uh, okay. I went up the back stairs and took one last look at the woods as I was still processing right at the edge of the property where the trail starts. The same spot where I was standing stood a dark, overgrown figure staring at me. His eyes looked like they were big and black. I opened the door and screamed for my mom and dad, but no sound came out. I assure you, I tried. I ran all the way through the house, begging God, seeing my parents would make this end. I finally opened up the basement door, and there was my mother at the bottom of the basement stairs. What? Lovely. No. Why would your mom be there? It was dark in the basement, and she uh, was turned around so I couldn't see her face. No. She was standing so still like she didn't even hear me. I tried calling out, but there was still no sound. I walked slowly down the stairs, not knowing what to expect at this point. When I got to my mother, I tapped her on the shoulder. She didn't turn around, and I saw that she was facing a light switch. So I turned on the switch and looked at her face. It was her, but it was completely frozen, as if frozen in time. Her eyes were unblinking, and her hand was placed as if she was reaching for the light switch and froze. 
I almost fell over. Nothing made any sense. I went and looked for my dad, and I found him upstairs in the same frozen state. He was in the middle of washing his hands, and even the water seemed frozen in time. I don't know what happened, but it all started by climbing those creepy stairs in the middle of nowhere. I went through every possible explanation in my head, and the only possible one was that I fell into some kind of time warp, and the creature outside had somehow transported me into this dimension. I was so desperate to reverse whatever I had done and whatever I had fallen into, I knew that if I went back into the woods, I'd have to come face to face with the man with the black eyes. Oh. It was possibly my worst nightmare, and I wasn't sure how to snap out of it. The only way I could describe this was that I felt like I had fallen into hell. If I ever wanted any resemblance of reality again, I would have to face the possibility of one of my darkest forces that live deep in the trenches of the universe. The one that lives right in the woods behind my house associated with the staircase. And this is only the first part of this story, but I don't have the second one right now because it just says to be continued. Oh, gosh. And I don't have part two. I mean, I do have part two, but it's another long-ass part. Yeah. So. If you guys want that one, let us know and we'll read it in the Surge and Rescue one. Yes, that we can do. Uh, but I hate it. Hate it. Don't go in the- don't go in the woods, guys. Don't climb trees. Uh, and don't- don't- Don't climb trees. Don't climb trees. Don't go on stairs. Don't climb trees. Uh, stairs- stairs are bad. Don't even go on the Stairmaster. <laughs> don't even go up the stairs in your own home no. just don't do it you live downstairs now <laughs> oh god um, that was a lot so yeah I think the biggest thing that I think that maybe they could be is like probably some type of interdimensional thing because like stairs and ladders like in symbolism mean like ascension so, like, you would be, like, ascending mm -hmm. to some other plane. Or I think that there's something from the Fae in, like, instead of, like, a, like a doorway that goes into the fairy realm, you're just now, it's now stairs. I don't know. I mean, because I, I was trying to find stories about stairs that go into the ocean, and I didn't really have enough time to look for them, but there's a lot of creepy pictures out there about stairs that go into the ocean. I mean, that, to me, makes a little more sense, because sea levels have risen due to the melting ice caps, um, and so mm -hmm. there could have been, it could have just been normal stairs before that are now buried in the in the water, but... I don't know. And I, you know. Yeah. The, all of it. Just don't don't go on things that seem weird. Okay? Like, trust your gut about stuff. And, like, even if your gut is, like, it might be fun, if the other part of your gut is saying, mm, I'm afraid, do that one. Yeah, trust the initial gut feeling. Because, like, you, I, you know, if you're like me and you have to fight your instinct to want to go look at the stairs because you're also scared, uh, just just run away. You know, take a picture. <laughs> just don't do and it. And run away. You know, we don't need any any people dealing with the man with black eyes because that is a character I keep hearing about in these wood stories where they just see a man with black eyes and I do not care for it. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that as a trend too, but I haven't really 
put pieces together. Yeah, it's either Winnebago's or Men with Black Eyes because, like, I heard both, and like one of them from the same person, which was their scariest story, was that they were looking for a missing girl and they thought they heard her, and so him and his partner walked towards the crying only to discover that it was on a loop. And so they both were like, fuck out of here. Yeah, they're like, fuck no. So there's a lot of a lot of stories. So uh, it's it's definitely going to happen. But if you guys want it to happen sooner, let us know so that we can plan accordingly. Heck yeah, feedback is always appreciated. Um, so with that, uh, I do want to say next week, we're t- it's not really a spooky week. We have um, an opportunity to do an episode that we'd wanted to do quite a while ago. Since June. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do Since it now, than June. even though it doesn't quite fit in with our spooky stories. For... I mean, we don't have to post it now. We can just record it and then storage keep it. That's true. So either next week will be spooky and uh, nothing related to what we're talking about, or it'll be the episode. I don't know. You'll find out. So will we. You'll get it sometime. You know, eventually. <laughs> You'll get it sometime. Uh, should we tell them the things? Absolutely. Okay, you can find us on Instagram at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat with you guys. And if you have longer stories or you like to email us, you can do that at nope I'm scared podcast at gmail.com. And uh, please keep rating and reviewing. We're getting emails about, you know, how we're doing in your neck of the woods and it's it's really exciting really? for us to be able to see where you all are coming from it's and whatever. It's so much fun. So, yeah, if you want us to cover a story about your area or, you know, I'll extend it even further. We talked about this at the beginning of the episode. But if you have local news that you want us to talk about or you just feel like not enough people are talking about it. Send it our way, and we'll try to do yeah, as we'll much research it. as we can, and even if it's not a lot, we can at least mention it. That way more people are talking about things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, yeah, that email is nopeimscaredpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I think that's all I got. I, keep, I think that's all we got. And I keep throwing up the peace signs this episode because I'm just like, nope, I'm I'm out of here. Thanks. <laughs> peace out. Uh, peace out. That is my mom picking me up. Thank you. Uh, Josh is here. Gotta go. Hi. <laughs> no, just like, because like Ash from Morbid always says my Uber's here, but like I never used it. It was people who picked me up were either my mom or Ashley <laughs> or Danny. <laughs> Someone's here. That's it, because I didn't have a car until I was 21. Uh, <laughs> and with that, I'm going to say bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.